0: Hey everyone, what's going on? Welcome to the podcast 15 to Life, the podcast where we talk about life after having a life sentence in prison. I'm your host Tito. Let's jump into this Monday Motivation, Motivation Mondays. Today we're going to be talking about how to stay motivated when you feel like you're lacking skills, right? I hear this so, so often where people undercut themselves right? They don't value the things that they have. So you might not have a four-year degree. Hell, you might not have a two-year degree. You might not even have a vocational certificate, right? And so many people will sit there and say, well, you know, I don't have any marketable skills and, you know, I really, uh, I want to make, you know, 17 to 25 bucks an hour. But you got to have this and you got to have have a blah, 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 blah. Stop your freaking bitching, all right? One, you know, uh, go back to that old school movie. I'm showing my age and even if you're a youngster, go freaking look it up on Netflix or wherever it might be, but Airplane funny as hell movie Uh, i think it's still funny to this day but like there's a scene where they literally it's like everyone on the plane gets in a line and they're all like hysterical and like someone's just in there just slapping them slap one and and after they're slapped they kind of like snap too right so so step back and slap yourself right um because what what's really going on is you're not digging deep enough you're allowing some opportunity that's out there, right? A job that maybe you want. Um, you're allowing that description or that prerequisite or that minimum qualification to discourage you from even applying. So here's the thing. Have you ever met someone and when I say meet someone, I mean like you're going out to to, to Walmart or to Kroger's or to Lucky's or a Safeway or whatever whatever institution you might go to Costco what whatever it may be and someone just comes up and helps you right hey how you doing hey that's a beautiful dress you got on hey your daughter is pretty you know whatever they say something they interact or maybe you ask them a question and they start telling you oh well this well what do you think and they give their opinion and you're like, wow, hey, thanks. I really appreciate you. And they're like, hey, no worries. Let me know if you need anything else. And you're like, I will, thanks. Appreciate it. And you walk off feeling really good. And you're 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 even so inclined that maybe you you jump on Yelp or you go ask for a manager and you hey, like I just wanna let you know that person was awesome. You know, Bob over there was great. Well, what skills did they have? Right? What four year degree made them into a decent person, right? And I'm saying that to say this. You might not have the education that someone's looking for, right? And this also goes for when people, um, I think it's funny when people go, you know, oh, I can never date that individual because they're a such and such and I'm a such and such. And and I'm like, but, but what does that have to do with if they let you into their life, right? So all this stuff boils down to is we all have skills. We just don't look at them as skills. So um if you've ever if if you've ever had to make do, right? And when I say make do, I mean um hell, let, let's break it down to you know, something that probably a lot of us, maybe not all of us, but a lot of us have had to deal with. You're short on cash or or, you're trying to do something which requires you to save some extra money and you're in a position right now where you don't have any way to really save that extra money. You know, maybe something happened, your car broke down or whatever, so you're kind of tight on cash, but you want to take this little vacation, whatever it may be. So instead of necessarily, you know, cutting off your internet and your cable, you go, hey, I usually eat out... Uh, Twice a week, right? And that eating out cost me about fifty bucks, right? So I'm not going to eat out. Boom! There's fifty bucks a week I got saved up. Maybe it's forty bucks. Maybe it's thirty bucks. Who cares? But that's extra money in the bank, right? Now, you might start thinking, man. Well, I usually buy all organic. I go to Whole Foods, and you know, I always look for the freshest and the best. And you know, I ba 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 ba. And then you say, you know what, uh, I'm going to break it down and I'm, uh, I'm, I'm going to go to the discount grocery store. I'm going to look for the stuff at Walmart. They got the the yellow sticker on it because, you know, it's, it's a little bit outdated and I can get it a lot cheaper, but I just have to cook it and eat it that same day. But I'm going to save. I'm going to save money, right? And now you got it down to, you really are saving about 50 bucks a week and you make your little savings up in a couple of months and you take your little trip and, and for all intents and purposes, nobody saw any of this. No one gets it right. Well, that's a skill set. You understand budgeting. You understand eliminating certain expenses to make sure that the goal is achieved. A lot of people don't have that as a skill, and they also don't realize that that is a transferable skill, which is what this podcast is really going to be about today: is understanding your transferable skills. Let's talk about the stay-at-home wife who's been at home freaking 18 to, you know, 28 years dealing with kids, dealing with running the household while the dad's at work or whatever. And this could be the other way around. It could be a stay-at-home dad, right? My point is they literally have this big block of their life where on a resume, well, it doesn't look too flattering, right? But then you got to dig into that. What were you really doing for those 18 to 28 years? You were running a household. That's like running a business, right? You were doing the grocery shopping. You were doing the laundries. You were doing the cleaning. You were making sure that when kids needed new clothes because they were growing, that they got them, and you made sure that stuff was budgeted for. You made it to PTA meetings. You did the after-school curricular sports. You know what I mean? You made sure that the stuff was ready for the spouse that's going to work or whatever, You made sure the bills got paid. You made sure that the maintenance around the house was probably at least getting outlined. Maybe not physically done, but, you know, things were being upkept and messages were being conveyed for preventative maintenance and blah, 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 blah. Right? You maybe coached a team or or held group learnings especially in this COVID-19 thing maybe you had kids over and you you know took care of kids while other people were out and doing stuff you did mass communication between your household and other households you coordinated you know you built up small organizations wrapped around ensuring that kids in the neighborhood were taken care of and safe and had activities like holy crap talk about project management skills, talk about budgeting, talk about time management, talk about team building, talk about alliance building, talk about integrity. I mean, so many skill sets within that individual who looks at their resume and goes, man, but I don't have work. Well, you can list that because that's experience that so many people don't have, especially someone getting out of college, right? So the, the kid that just got out of college at 20, 22, 24 years old might have some of that experience because they lived on their own, but the reality is they don't have the experience experience of dealing with it, right? Not to mention, if you had to budget to send a kid to college, woo, you know, that's a whole nother one. And And then you can even relate that to running a business budget in the sense of looking at Revenue coming in or income, right? Expenses going out. And then allotting for a capital budget of the car. We need to buy a new car. We need to get a new roof for the house. Like you literally have the skills that a lot of director level people struggle with, right? Transferable skills. Now here's one I like to really emphasize, because um, so many of my brothers and sisters that, that have been incarcerated feel that they have no skills. Like, don't get me wrong, we have it rough being ex-felons getting into the job market because we have that stigma, that check on our on our record that even if you don't check the box like a lot of states do, you know... Um, it doesn't matter because when you don't have experience and someone says, well, what did you do before you either lie, right? Or you tell the truth. And now it doesn't matter if there was a box there or not, because you can't hide your past anyway. But a lot of my brothers and sisters go, I have no skills. And I'm like, What are you talking about? You have communication skills. You were on the yard for one to five to 10 to 20 to 30 years, right? If you could walk around and talk to the COs when you needed something, you would change up your vocabulary that you use your posture, you know, you would change up the tone in which you would deliver that message. And don't get me wrong, some people are just assholes to everyone. But for the most part, when you needed something, it's not that you kissed ass, but you came and presented an intelligent argument to get that roll of toilet paper or whatever the hell you may need. And then when you get back on the yard, you're switching up your communication game again. When you're dealing with a shot caller versus a regular yard guy, you're going to be addressing them differently. Your mannerisms, the way you look at them, all that's going to be different. That's a skill set, very transferable. And then a lot of guys and gals that was inside, they're in there for doing stuff they weren't supposed to, selling dope and stealing stuff, and and when they steal stuff, they then what have to try to hawk it and sell it and everything else, right? So <clears throat> those quote unquote hustling skills that they had are very transferable. You know, and I hate to say it, like how many business owners want to hear this? But someone who's a real salesman is going to respect it. When someone says, man, look, I know I don't have a work history. I know that. I'm fresh out. I've been out two months, whatever. I'm trying to get a job. Your business, you you own a vape shop, right? You're, You're selling vape pens. You got your different flavors, your different this. Let me just tell you, I've never sold that. So, no, I don't have history in that. And no, I don't have work history because I just got out of prison. But let me tell you what I have that you 100% need. You need someone to sell these vape pens, right? You need someone to sell the juice. What do you make more money off? The pen or the juice? And then, and I'm guessing, I really don't know the business, but if the owner was to say, well, the juice, because I get the juice by the gallon and I sell it by the little thing and the da, da, da. Okay, cool. Well, let me tell you what I know about that that equation right the pin yeah you want to sell it because they need the pin to smoke the juice but you really want to sell the juice so what kind of bundle deals do you do to include one and the other to get someone smoking it liking it and then coming back oh well we do this we do that cool now that person that used to sell dope starts to say look i would never go back to selling dope but that's what i did to go to prison But let me use the skills that made me a successful dope dealer to sell your juice. I'm going to sell some pins too. But I'll be damned if you think my skills are not fully transferable to this business. And I can sit up here and if you just teach me what everything's worth and where I make the most money. I will show you how my skills can make you a lot of money. And all you got to do is give me a job. Here's what I did as a dope dealer. And then you start breaking it down. Like I knew people like this. I knew people like that. They want to see it like this. So I fluffed the bag up. I put it in a different bag. I put the bag with a label on it. I did this and I catered to people. If someone really wanted this other kind of drug, I wouldn't even mess with them because they're a short term. And once you start explaining all that, the owner's going to be like, oh, wow, you're a salesman. You're a hustler. That's all it is. The difference is is that people that went to prison or jail they applied their skills in the negative respect and i'm gonna go a little bit on the deep end y'all so excuse me but i've been reading a lot of books that that totally affirm um what i'm saying here too which is you grow up in an environment where people are in gangs people go to jail people get shot and killed people are poor or they're quote-unquote ghetto rich so you when you do acquire some money instead of using that to move about the ghetto or to make the bet the the ghetto better you take that money and buy a bunch of big screen TVs and big rims on a car and candy paint and some beat instead of investing in the property that a lot of people own in the hood right cuz it's generational stuff and you never get out of it it's, it's it's literally ingrained in people's brains. And that's why you see those shining stars that shoot out. It's not that only one person could make it out of the hood. It's that one person refused to accept the mentality that is given to everyone there. And I, I know it sounds like some hocus pocus shit, but read some psychology books, read some leadership books, read some business books, and a lot of times you'll hear it you'll hear it and it's true you know if I believe I can achieve that shit only works if you believe it like I can walk off a cliff and I will not die that's how much you have to believe it and the reality is the majority of people don't they give up right away As soon as two or three roadblocks hit, they give up whereas someone who believes that they can do something so they believe they can achieve it so much that no matter what, that's the only end result. There is no other result. They will achieve it. And I'm a firm believer in it myself. So anyway, point of it all is, for us getting out of prison, like we we get this misconception that we can't do things, and then we just don't try. But the reality is is everyone has transferable skills. You did something, whether it was good or bad, but it gave you a skill set. Don't negate those skills and know that you just have to make a resume look good enough to get in front of someone, right? Like, and then you bug them. Um, The movie with Will Smith, Pursuit of Happiness, right? Persistence. So a lot of times resumes get vetted and they won't even look at you because they don't see that that work history they want you don't want to lie on it because a lot of times businesses have you know rules that say if you're caught lying on something that you're either fired or you're not hired or both right and then you can't come back but be persistent like submit your resume follow up follow up until you get someone on the phone to tell you why they're saying no And when they go, well, you know, Mr. Smith, um, I see on here you don't have work history and, um, you know, even if you put on there you were incarcerated, you know, you were incarcerated and right now that's not what we're looking for. And then it gives you that window and it's a small one, but jump your ass in, right? Hey appreciate you. I've been trying to get someone on the phone. I really thank you and I hope you have a few minutes. Could you explain to me what exactly you are looking for? Well, we're looking for someone with experience. We're looking for someone who can do this. We're really trying to sell this product. Cool. What is a product? Tell me a little bit about it. And you better be ready. Like, don't do this shit and think you can wing it. Like, you should already know what the damn product is. You should already know what they're looking for. And you better be able to explain why you fit that. Even without the quote unquote experience, even without the quote unquote degree or education or whatever, right? Because you have transferable skills that 100% can get the job done, right? Because I'll tell you right now, I like feeding hungry people, right? Let me say that again. I like feeding hungry people, okay? So I'm an executive in a nonprofit that and that's real by the way I'm, I'm not just saying that for the podcast i'm an executive in a nonprofit. if i interview 20 people and the one who comes off as the hungriest like the one who's like man i will work seven days a week to learn the business i will do like that's a person like i might have someone else that has all the education all the other and the only reason i might take the person with the education and experience over the hungry person is if I have another spot that I can put the hungry person in. Cause I don't want to lose that one. That's the one I want on my team. I want someone who's gonna push not just themselves, but everyone else. And and I can't stress that enough. So as much as I I'm gonna tell you all right now, I just got finished doing one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, eleven job descriptions over the last like five or six days. Um and there's a lot of stuff in there about experience, minimum, qualifications, etc. 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 Just like any other job description at any other business, right? But at the same time, I have HR that will, you know, go through and vet. But I am in close contact with HR and I tell them, like, hey man, if someone if someone's hungry, like, let's get them in here. Let's I want to interview them. I want to talk to them. Uh, because for the most part, and this is how you kind of sell yourself too. If someone considers themselves the badass or good at their job, right? So I consider myself good at my job. So if I'm really, really good at my job and I'm trying to hire someone and you come in and you're hungry, but you don't necessarily have the skill set that I'm looking for. Well, if I'm good, I can teach. you. I can't teach hunger. I can't get someone. I got people on my team right now that are not hungry. You know, they have skills, but they're not hungry. And then I got people on my team that are hungry, but don't have skills. And so I'm hoping I can get them trained up. And that's just the way it goes, right? But if I had five people on my team and they were all starving, hungry, willing to do anything to get that that money, right? Oh, man, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a get them trained. I'm going to cultivate them. So, once again, look for your transferable skills. Learn how to sell yourself. I'll say that again. Learn how to sell yourself. And the best way I can tell you if if you can right now or not, if you were to bump into me in line at the grocery store tonight, this afternoon, tomorrow, whenever, and you heard me talking about, the dream job that you would love to have could you say excuse me sir i couldn't help but overhear what you were talking about that person you're looking for i'm right here and then sell yourself i'm hoping you can i'm assuming you can it's okay work on it Because you never know when that opportunity is going to be right in your face. And if you're not ready, you're not ready. Anyway, it's Tito 15 to Life. Write them transferable skills down. Get your elevator speech together. Be prepared for any opportunity so that you don't miss it. I love you all. Have a great week.